This week's headlines are as follows. Pregnancy test confusion. Patient makes it through overdose. Doctor's relationship looks set to be breaking down. And restaurant owner disappears. Hello, this is Coastal News, an unofficial Home and Away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our favourite fictional town, Summer Bay. These, the time between these episodes seems to go a lot quicker now. <laughs> Welcome back, episode three of Coastal News podcast. And this week we started off um, with this um, confusion over a pregnancy test at the Parata household um, as um, Ryder sort of found this pregnancy test in the bathroom cupboard or cabinet, whatever it was, um, and assumes wrongly um that he's got chloe into a bit of a situation this is means we're assuming now that Ryder and chloe are um having an adult uh, relationship <laughs> i know they're not as young as i sometimes think um but their their relationships had a, a sort of element of innocence to it really um in the story or is that just me um so i just never cross my mind that they might actually be sleeping together <laughs> together let alone to an extent where um there's a chance she could have got pregnant from it. Imagine, can you imagine, Alf, <laughs> if um, Ryder um, got some poor girl knocked up? Um, I can only flame and imagine. Um, but obviously it was Mia's. We know all about that um, story there with Mia and Ari trying for a baby again. And it was fairly obvious from the get-go. I hadn't actually realised that Chloe wouldn't actually know um, I think that was an, an, another wrong assumption, but for me at that point, I, I just assumed um, that they knew. And I, I, it's only when I, this week when this all happened that I thought, oh no, yeah, there hasn't been a scene between them all. Um, and I think it's because Tane knows, so I just assumed that the household knew. So that that was a bit, a bit of an interesting thing. And obviously Chloe's reaction, like, oh, I don't want to go through this again. How can you put us through it all again? Um, you know, um, was a little bit... Um, um, well, to be expected, really. You you don't realise these kind of things where, you know, a baby dies or you, a, a loss of a baby affects not just you, but, like, others around you. The whole family is affected. So, um, so yeah, so that, that, that was interesting to find that out. Uh, and also we learn a little bit more about sort of Mari and Ari's past because we know they've got this backstory. Um, but I must admit, I am struggling to... Um, to warm to this they've got this uh, this really sort of fleshed out story but we don't really know too much and and this week we found out that um their baby was called cody he was born premature and that's why he died so we are finding bits as we go um you know but i'm i don't know i, I feel like they've got got this good story i think is it because ari basically just ditched mac and now i'm supposed to believe that they've got this he's got this big thing with with mia and all this history and i'm is it is it because that happened so quick because it's like in ari's eyes mac didn't exist mac didn't have that miscarriage um and you know i don't know that just seems to be all you know you know all forgotten you know ari and mia are just 
you know, are so happy every time we see them. And Mac, obviously, is such the opposite. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about it all, to be honest with you. I'm sure, I'm sure others feel the same, and I'm sure some don't. Let me know. But yeah, that was them this week. And I think, um, hopefully, we find out a little bit more about baby Cody and sort of more about what they've been through um, in a more meaningful way as we go forward. Now, obviously, we, we ended last week with Justin being rushed to hospital, having taken these drugs he bought on the internet, um, and he'd overdosed on them. There was probably loads of horrible, um, God knows what in them, so thankfully we we sort of picked that up at the beginning of the week and Justin has made it through um and honestly Tori the actress who plays Tori here was absolutely sublime in my opinion this week um Tori and I think Tori's reaction was completely justified she was spitting fire wasn't she um not just at um Justin actually but at Christie's no she had this sort of double thing going on at the hospital <laughs> where um she, she's got this thing going on with Christian and Rachel on one side and then she's got her brother um who's just narrowly escaped death really on the other side um and you know she's absolutely climbing the walls and i cannot blame her at all um her outburst to justin and her anger um you know towards him came from a place of worry and panic i think she even said herself i cannot believe this is happening again after brody she's already lost mason you know th these guys have been through the ringer you know and and that's not even touching on the whole parents dying witness protection stuff so um you know you can completely i believe understand why tori is so so angry at justin um and uh, and actually, Lee was sort of there at the hospital and she was sort of like, you know, dead softy, softy um, with, with, with Justin, you know, come on, you know, listen to your sister, that kind of thing. And and, and I thought it, it's, it almost makes her look really bad, like like she's almost been aiding all this in some way, you know, because she didn't. We, we know Leah was upset, um, but but I mean Leah didn't. She said herself later on she didn't really understand to what extent this was all going on. She knew there was a problem, but didn't really know to what extent. And and um, but Tori's reaction sort of eclipsed it all. And and, and I think Leah just sort of looked like she stood there like like she'd all, yeah like she was almost too soft with Justin and, and and in some way she's to blame. And I'm sure she might even blame herself at some point for not seeing the signs etc etc but um but yeah it, J justin's behavior has been incredibly difficult to deal with so you know i completely um don't blame Leo in any way but it just was a bit interesting how tori sort of s took over the situation proper laid into justin and told him how, how it's going to be from now on and leah just looked like she'd sort of been part of the problem <laughs> i don't know if that was just me but but yeah um and later in the week then um you know we it, lee got we got sorry we got justin released and leah's got to sort of manage his medication um and there was a really that that scene 
um, at the house in the middle of the night and she finds him sort of turning the house over looking for these medication. I thought it was a really hard scene to watch actually. Um, and, he, and he sort of, tra- it all went a bit sinister I thought when he sort of was trying to check if they were in a pocket, on a, you know, on Liam in the pockets and things. It all went a bit dangerous very quickly. Um, and I was a bit like, ooh, you know, this is a bit, ooh, a bit uncomfortable. And, and Leah had to lock herself in the bathroom to stop him um, coming for her for these tablets. Um, you know, I just thought a bit, ooh, didn't feel great at that. Yeah, um, this is going to be really difficult for Leah. I think, um, I think it was Alf that mentioned to the, the diner girls, you know, Leah's going to need some friends around it, definitely. She's going to need need a lot of support also um love how um ziggy just as soon as she found out what was going on she knew knows the truth she went straight round to the morgan's house and just took a job back no questions asked and finally just enfolded in the ziggy world everything is restored she's back at the garage can't wait to see her back in action and that is the ziggy we know and love isn't it there we go <laughs> Now, um, sticking with the Morgans, um, obviously, like as I was saying, like Tori had this sort of um, two-sided thing going on at the hospital with Justin and all that worry and panic, and then she had um, Christian spending the night asleep in the in the hospital chair with Rachel, making her jealous, and she even says that actually to Maz in a bit of a um, you know. A, a, you know, a scene later on where she's confiding in Maz a bit about how she feels. She says, I'm just sick with jealousy. Um, you know, I don't understand what's going on. And I keep saying every week on every episode, I keep banging on about this. You know, he's now he's not giving her an explanation, so no wonder she doesn't know what's going on. And I don't understand it either, girl. So Tori, completely get you. Um, but you know, you can see the situation become a bit un- untenable, and you can't blame Tori for feeling like he's just off in a different direction. He's not the bloke that she sort of you know got the hearts for um, just a few months ago. Um, but thankfully, look, you know, and luckily Maz was around all the time to just keep taking baby grace <laughs> so they could have these walk and talks so that, you know, they can try and work out what they're going to do with the relationship. And then um, bizarrely, Christian announced he was going to move out, which was just heartbreaking for Tori, to be honest. Um, but actually was only going to move out for a few days, which I just thought was really odd because then it was like, so are you moving out or are you just going to go and stay in? the motel for a couple of nights. Like is, I wouldn't call that moving out personally. I'd just call that you taking a breather. Um, so so he's gone. He's left the house. Um, and I just don't get why he's behaving like this. Why he doesn't see it from somebody else's point of view. I feel like it's become a little bit self-centred. You know, a compl- you know, yeah, okay, you're looking at things a bit differently and you've got this different take on stuff now from your experience in the hospital with Lewis. But... How does that mean that you're not able to have a discussion and see things from somebody else's point of view still? You know, you're still still a human. You still need some decency about you. Just, you know, I don't know. If he keeps going, he's going to lose her, you know. And at this point, I would rather her just say, just show him the door at this point. Honestly, I'm over it. Um, And, you know, I wouldn't blame her at all. (laughs) 
just want to take this quick moment um, just to remind you um, that this podcast will be airing new episodes weekly. Um, please follow or subscribe or whatever it is you need to do on the wherever you're listening to this podcast from. Um, just help you get notified of new episodes in the future. Um, and then you can keep up to date with my review of the latest episodes of Home and Away that week. Um, and it'd just be great if you could share with other like-minded folk as well who enjoy watching the show. Now, uh, cracks starting to show with Bella and Nick's relationship this week uh, as we pick up um, this storyline again, as you know, one of my favourites. Nat! Um, You know, this sort of obsession with growing Nick's social media is sort of consumed the latter half of the week's episodes, but here we go, we'll cover it in case some of you are enjoying it. If not, I'll give you my spin on it. Um, so obviously Sienna organises this ridiculous part, influencer party, you know, at the back garden with the pool and they could have got somewhere much more flash down in the city, you know, um, <laughs> I just thought it was really, really strange and that pool looks like it's, it, it needs a retail, do you know what I mean, like it's seen better days, um, but you know, you know, there was this incident between Chloe and Bella where um, Bella was like, oh, you know, I'm supposed to be doing my thing for this f- exhibition with Emmett and Nick is insisting that I go to this silly party. Um, and Chloe sort of says, wind your neck in, like, you know, support him. His thing is today, yours is in a few weeks, shut up. And I just thought, Chloe, who are you? Who is she? <laughs> um, to speak to Bella like that, it's got absolutely sweet FA to do with you, darling. So um, I really, really didn't sit right with me that. And actually, a little bit of rider there afterwards, sort of saying, Nick has changed, you know, he does seem to be very image obsessed. Where I felt like, oh, go on, Ryder, just tell her she was out of order, but I don't think he, he would. But that was sort of his subtle way of saying... I think I think Bella might be right, but there we go. Um, I do miss Ryder since Ryder's sort of been dating Chloe. I do miss his friendship with Bella. We've not had enough of that, you know. Go for a game of pool, guys. Show us a bit of that, like the old days. Um, and what is this whole thing with Allegra cheek doing the whole cheek kissing with Neek? Is Sienna instructing? all this happen because Sienna's got this weird sort of um I was gonna say obsession again but I don't think it is she's got this weird like she wants to sabotage everything for Neek and Bella's relationship but there's no motive to it really like what what would she gain out of it really as long as he's turning up and posing and making money what does it matter what does it matter who 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 he's dating and who he's with? I just, just don't get it. Um, and and she she goes even further. Like later on in the party, you see we see her ears dropping through, you know, round the corner or behind the window or something. Um, and then she deliberately interrupts Bella and Nick and then whisks him off somewhere. None of this is going to end well at all. Um, and I just I was just sat there thinking, where does she get off doing this? Do you know what I mean? Um, and why is Nick not putting his foot down more? You know, I think if Gemma was here, she would. I've said this before, but she would have had none of it. It's absolutely ridiculous. But there we go. 
uh, it's not going to end well. Um, and um, I think Bella's patience, what little patience she does have, is wearing thin fast, you know. Award for best party guest this week goes to Mackenzie. Absolutely. <laughs> um, absolutely love her, even when she's just being so tragic. And I think I was discussing this uh, on, online with a couple of people during the week as the episode was airing. But, um, you know, um, the actress is fantastic. And I think um, her just spiralling to rock bottom um, has, as sad as it is, because she's in this situation through something sad that's happened to her really really sad and i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that um but but um it, it's it's a real pleasure to watch because she's got such sass the character right and i just uh, you know she just rocks up at the party not a care in the world and obviously Emmett's like oh he's been he's been warned off by dean earlier on you know like just stay, stay away from her so he's not touching her with a barge pole anymore so that was that over even though i was looking forward to seeing where that went last week um so that seems to be all fizzled out now um but she's just all over him she's making a right fool of herself at his party all these young hip model kids fashionistas are all just like oh god look at this old lady <laughs> all like making a show of herself <laughs> um and uh, and obviously, I just such hilarious one-liners, especially to Sienna, uh, you know this bitchy sort of uh, catty fight, and she's like, you know, well, go and fetch me a drink then. Absolute personal highlight of the week, if I'm being honest. I'm living, I'm here, I'm living for it. Um, and um, obviously, fast forward to the next episode, a little bit of a, a sort of a flip with that in that um, Mac sees that video of herself online and then this this it's, it's like holding a mirror up to herself right that's the that's the moment that's the breakthrough moment where the self-realization and she knows what she's being like and it sort of led to this absolutely gorgeous scene between between mac and dean um you know where um she, she almost apologizes for the way she's been and you know there's a glimmer of sort of them not button heads anymore um really really nice scene and it, dean thinks that they're getting somewhere and they can start to move on from this 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 period in 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 in, in max life um but of course the next morning everything is flummoxed she's disappeared everything's gone her phone is left on the couch where is she has she taken loads of clothes we don't know um is she coming back has she just nipped down to yabby creek for some groceries who knows, but it looks like this is going to be something really quite big, um, and, and, um, yeah, I hope, hope she's okay, um, maybe Dean might have to call on some of the old river boys, you know, try and help find her, track her down, let's see, let's see what happens, eh, but yeah, hopefully Max nice and safe. Okay, that's everything for this third episode 
of Coastal News, an unofficial Home and Away podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, appreciate your patience. If you want to um, sort of join in the conversation and discussion with me between episodes, you can't wait till next Sunday, then um, we're on Twitter at Coastal News Pod or on the hashtag Home and Away. And please share the podcast to anybody you know who is a fan of the show. Um, really appreciate it. Don't forget to listen, uh, sorry, listen, follow and subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts from. I'll speak to you next week. Enjoy. Bye-bye.